It's a trap, you walked right out of the hate All over a new king that's face is just replaced It's all the same, you still be ruled by force And no matter who it is, you'll still carry on the torch Just a lie, cheat, steal, half of what you make Taxation is theft, it's time to vacate the state Newsflash, all your cash is an IOU From killers who really do steal from you Inflation is a weapon used by every nation Who says that the saving in the world through lies Have they disguised and pass off as bravery? Well, I got news, debt is slavery It don't matter who's matter, a new master don't matter When they both want the same, the state don't play no games They got you trying to survive and put you on sides And ready to kill each other, that's conquering divide It's all for show, all for hyper control That's a fuck Elon boy And we're back with another episode of Buns and Tubs We're here with you today to give you everything you want to hear and more Man, how y'all doing? You know, all right. Yeah, it's good. Just uh, over here thinking about how I, I've espoused the praises of Elon Musk in the past, and yeah, I feel gross. He let me down. He let me down like a bad bar. He's a, definitely a bad bar. He's a bad bar. <clears throat> I just uh, I don't remember if we said this on the last episode or not, but I read it or heard it somewhere. Nikola Tesla would be rolling over in his fucking urn if he knew what some statist fucking piece of shit would be using his name the way he is right now yeah fucking icky the same man that gave us free energy radio wave technology cell phones yeah. wireless like electricity wireless electricity all for free yeah you know and then he died and when he died he looked at a pigeon and was like everything i've accomplished is not nearly as fantastic as that pigeon yeah. in a poor house yeah. after chase bank and all the others took their money away he was just in love with nature at the end. Yeah. And now we've got this boy, Elon. Who we've we've talked for in the past to espouse the praise. We've, we've praised the boy before. I just want to say this right now. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was wrong. I think they they killed whoever it was and then the clone of clone and then made a new clone. They probably just gave him an iOS update. Yeah, I think, yeah, we talked about that. <laughs> like, you just need a new update, you know, and they gave you patch notes like, this is what we did. Yeah. But... He uh, came out this week talking about how we needed a carbon tax. Yeah, I was trying to find this fucking story that I thought I had saved, and I did not save it. But I feel like it has something to do with like uh, his notion that he was saying last week that uh, Bitcoin was bad for the environment. Well, here's the thing. He just... I can't find it. That or they took it down. I don't fucking know. But he bitched about Dogecoin mm-hmm. in a very... Well, I can't think of the word. Help me out with the word. Uh it's one thing where you talk shit about someone for doing the same exact thing you're doing. Like being a hypocrite? Oh, yeah, hypocrite. Yeah, yeah. hypocritical. Um, he hypocritically called out the, the miners of Doge, I'm sorry, Bitcoin, for their use of electricity in the mining process and then called for a carbon tax. Talked about how the use of electricity was, uh, you know, bad for the environment. Let me tell you a story. Uh, your car company exclusively sells electric cars who are all charged electric plants that all use coal the same way the electricity used to mine Bitcoin does. You fucking dense Osberger fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know the cute thing about fucking um, carbon taxes is that he won't ever pay them. No. He'll offset them. Much like every other billionaire. Well, not only that, like... The dude runs probably one of the biggest electric car companies in the world. Of course, he's going to talk about how there needs to be a carbon tax. To kill the competition. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's all there is. It's gross is what it is. What the hell, Elon? They've been going through a, a <clears throat> the article I was going to read earlier. They were going through a Twitter war. Him and some other folks talking shit about him and his his. Uh, I mean, think about how many lives he's ruined. How many people were so heavily invested but weren't like doing other things in Bitcoin? Mm-hmm. And he just fucked them. Mm-hmm. He fucked them up after he probably sold all his shit. Yeah. Now they're coming out with company statements talking about how Tesla actually didn't sell any Bitcoin, trying to like stabilize the price and all that. Yeah. Have some fucking conviction, you bitch. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah. One of the comments he made on Twitter to one of these shit talkers, he said, uh, "Well, maybe the the people that what do you say? Something I'm I'm paraphrasing, but something to the akin of this type of conversation with Bitcoin holders is what makes me want to go all in with Doge. Like, don't you t- don't talk about Doge? Yeah, you can't talk about Doge anymore. Yeah, you lost that right. Mm-hmm. You you shut the fuck up about my Doge. Yeah." Don't talk about dog money no more. Stop talking about it. You know who doesn't love you anymore? Any Shibu Inos in the world. None of them. No. Not a one. You go fuck yourself. I want you to apologize. The only way you know what would make me happy is if he came out and was like, hey, here's how we have free electricity. Yeah. Because I already know about it. If you're such a fucking genius, I'm not a genius, right? Yeah. Neither of us are geniuses. But we know about Nikola Tesla, who you named your company after. Yeah. I'm just saying. Well, he bought Tesla. He bought it? Yeah. I thought he created it. No, he bought Tesla. Who made Tesla? Somebody before him. Somebody he killed. He probably ate him. Yeah, his family got their money from, I believe, South African diamond mining. Mm. I'm sure they were all conflict-free. Oh, you know they were. <laughs> <laughs> Not a single, you know, because, you know, South, South, there's never any conflict in South Africa whatsoever. Mm-mm. You know. Mm-mm. But, it, but But beyond that. What else is going on in the news? Well, I mean, we're just running through it, but uh, Israel's taking a shit right now. Yeah. We'll invite everyone to go over to bitshoot.com, check out the Crow House channel, or just type in Max Egan in the search bar and watch some of his videos. <sighs> Max is going hard right now on mm-hmm. Israel, as he should. They are literally just like uh, an illustration he showed, super simple cartoon. You have like a side-scrolling black and white cartoon. You've got Gaza. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> little tiny little little village thing and it's getting bombs lobbed into it they're just launching launching yeah launching. like you know one at a time not a big deal and then one guy walks out and like shoots a rocket at company or country x and then all of a sudden all the bombs come out of country x into yeah. gaza and it's just justification for furthering their uh you know if you go to look up israeli map to date it shows you the thing, the same thing we talked about in our Zionist episode about the expansion of the Israel country, country of Israel. Thing is, though, I mean, like, you got to look at this from, I mean, trust me, I, I side with the idea that a people's land were taken from them, right? But at the same time, like, they're not exactly, like, they're not trying to, pl- they're, like, they're, they're not trying to, like, be, uh, play at peace with any of this either. Like, no, I get it. I mean, but should you? The, basically, they're stuck in a thought. They're stuck in a thought trap. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I think the Israel Israel situation is basically like Rockefeller Incorporated. You got even Hasidic Jews that are talking shit, like we talked about in our Zionist episode, uh, Jews against Zionism. I mean, it's it to me. It's uh, it's just gross on both sides. Like super let's take, gross. Let's let take me, case in point. They're fighting over a book. Whose God is let's it? Take case in point. Stronger. I saw, I saw something earlier today where. They mentioned an article where the way it was worded 
just that's the this is the gross part because it's it's not to say that the media is just completely siding with one or the other, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it a lot of it depends on your politics, right? Mm-hmm. So you find strange bedfellows when agreeing with certain people about Palestine, right? So you have to at least admit they're right sometimes. But the thing is, you see articles like this, and it it kind of throws you through a loop where. It's just the way it's worded. It's one of those situations where, like, oh, you mean this, and you mean this, right? Mm. So it said, Palestinian driver shot dead by six Israeli officers. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're like, from just from your perspective, what does that sound like to you? Well, that sound, that you sound, have to figure out if he was, like, a suicide bomber. That, that, and that none of that's added in there. Just by the right. context I gave you, what does that say to you? That the Israelis are pieces of shit. Okay. He was a suicide driver who drove into a blockade mm-hmm. that was set up, well-established, don't, don't cross this fucking line, yeah. and he decided to ram his fucking car into the said blockade, with, and his car exploded and injured six officers. The officers did, in fact, kill the man mm. who did it. I get that. Do you see what I mean? Where when it it just it's kind of gross either way, like right, yeah. But let's when com- you have shit like that going on, and it's like, well, no, you replace driver with terrorist, yeah, right. And you and you you completely discount the fact that all six of the officers that were at the blockade were injured because of said attack. Well, let's uh, let's also consider the fact that they're the narrative in the media is that they're at war with these people. Well, and we've gone to that before and said that the thing is, is that we it, war would would. Would have you describe two two nations that were of equal military cap- capability or equal or roughly. near equal? Yeah. But we're talking about literally like, sticks and stones and people that are being overrun by the Israeli machine that, satel- we, that we fund. Yeah, satellite navigated rockets. They're literally right? they're literally a poor nation that requires United States money. We're giving them a shitload of money every day. Yeah, we're funding this. This is a proxy war. Yeah. So I guess that's why I, I side on the side of the Palestinians that, because it's gross. And like you said, it's gross both ways. But here's the thing: if let's say the the dollar loses its reserve status, the Russians then buy Indiana, just as an example. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And then the like the Indianians are are coming over the Ohio border and they're they're taking like, hey, I'm taking your fucking house. Well, no, you're not. You're not taking my fucking house. Yeah. You might be taking his fucking house. Yeah. You might be taking his fucking house, but you're not taking my house, friend. Yeah. You know? And then you uh, you get, you get, do what you got to do. Or, God forbid, they, they fucking bomb the neighborhood and kill your family. Then what do you have left to live for? Yeah. I'm going to fucking do everything I can to, to kill some of you and die in the process, maybe. Wouldn't, See, you, wouldn't you do that, it's though? It's just, from a historical context, though. I'm like, asking your perspective, though. From my perspective, yeah, it'd be fucked up. I mean, blood rage. Back when uh, you get angry over much less. Back during you know after World War Two, you know there was a whole decision of reallocation and. So glad they don't live in Nevada. Yeah, well, it was yeah it was supposed to be New Mexico. New Mexico, yeah. Um, but it would have been Nevada by now though, because they would have taken it over. Possibly, I feel like I, I don't know. I think think I, that's a what if scenario where I don't think things would be as they are. Right now, I'm where just it saying stands. you apply the same filter to the to the different geography, and it would have been the bottom. But so you have, I mean, look at okay. Like I said, <coughs> it's not to say that I don't. I, I morally, I agree with the Palestinians, mm-hmm. right? But we have to remember, his like historically speaking, Hamas, even amongst other Palestinians, has been an extremist group. Yeah. 
from the get-go. Like the PLO, like Yasser Arafat, all that stuff, when he was still alive, they hated Hamas mm-hmm. because they <clears> made like the legitimate claims of the Palestinian people, they made them look bad. And they're still making them look bad. Here's another idea. The Hamas are funded by the United States government in order to de- delegitimize the Palestinian argument. I would say that's a possibility. I just feel like that's where we're at. It literally, like, if you picture you have this, I don't want to call it an infection. We'll just call it a, a country, Israel, right? And it's here. And in order to soften up the areas around it for it to spread, you have to, like, inject more money into these areas on the outside with Hamas. Yeah. And they have these little skirmishes and everything kind of extremes out. And then everybody's like, well, fuck the Palestinians. Is it kind of like how, like, Hamas. Kind of like how, uh. You're breaking down the natural immune system of the country's sovereignty. You know, it's like how neolibs, more or less in a roundabout way, like you know, with like George Soros and stuff, they they in a backdoor way funded groups like Antifa, absolutely, to, to get people uh, uh, heated up about like communism and shit like in in hard hardline socialism, so that even people who like you know are left leaning are like, oh, we don't associate with these extremists, right. Like it's still, just to soften their still it, breaks down the barriers. It softens their softens their position because yeah. Now they like when you have these hardlining groups, and I would say it goes the other way when you have right wing groups who, I like. Let's take Kings Point. We've talked about this before. You look at like the Ku Klux Klan, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Ku Klux Klan is a device of liberals. Well, I mean that's a fact to make to to soften the position of right wing people because they, they were, don't want to be associated. I mean, we've talked about that also before, but it, they were they were started and completely created and staffed and you know hooded by Democrats. Well, and and that's the thing. I feel like neolibs are more or less they they, they it's like you said you're you're the globalists don't care. The neolibs want control, right? Yeah. Okay. So, and neolibs are more or less like centrist in mm. a sense right where they they like corporatism they like oligarchy right they like making money they also apparently like bombing brown kids but the thing is is that they want to ride the fine line between they they like doing what they do which is making money right but the problem is is that if they go too far left they ain't gonna make no money anymore because uh uh you know democratic socialists and communists will tax these the corporations that give them money out of the country, right? Mm. So they can't have they can't have that happen. But at the same time, if you go too far to the right and you have uh the right taking over things, which they're still making money, but the thing is is that uh they the right doesn't like uh social programs and stuff like that. Things right. that in the grand scheme of things don't really cost that much <laughs> money. Yeah. Uh but it's things that their supporters feel adamant about. Nobody wants to talk about the war elephant in the room, but it's definitely like 98% overseas bombing. Well, and see, the thing is, neolibs like war, too, because it makes them money. Yeah. That's the other That's the other difference between them but like and, you a, said, and the, a leftist. The right argues about social programs. The left argues about, you know, not having social programs. Exactly. Right. So they ride the fine line. We so argue they, about 2%. They, they, give out, they give out enough support to the people. The, the neolibs give out enough support to the people, the bread and circuses, to keep us... To keep the poorest part of us happy. Because if the poorest part of us aren't happy, the poorest part of us are going to be like, you know what? This is bullshit. I think Karl Marx was right. Mm, yuck. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? I do. And this is the thing, too. So, we, we both have talked about before how much we hate talking about current events. But it's like, really, right now, I mean, how hard would it be to envision a place where 
we allow what's going on in the Middle East right now. And like I said, we don't have any control or really any, any interest in it right now. But who's to say this won't spark something larger? The thing is, everything's though, already a tinderbox. This this whole thing, whether you know, like you said, current events, da da da. You can call it current events if you want, but as far as I'm concerned, this is the story. It, this 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 transcends just our generation. Yeah, it transcends our parents' generation. This is something a hit. This is more than just a generation. This is an era, mm-hmm. right? Okay, this whole Israel neolib, all of this stuff is not just we're living it now, and we see it like you can't see the forest for the trees. But our grandparents live this too. It's a globalist problem. We've we have been we have been in this conflict since before our time. Right. Would you, would you say that uh, regardless of like we talked about right and left or Israel and Palestine, it's all a globalist agenda. Yeah. Well it's it's the it's the end game for, for uh Yeah, okay, so let me I was take I've been taking a uh, world civilizations class, right? Mm-hmm. And it is mostly has to do with the emergence of, I mean, it deals with like, it, it's basically, it's more about the uh, connecting of global uh, cultures and societies, right? And the notion that like, uh, prior to like the Renaissance, it was, it was European, it was Europe's emergence onto the stage when it came to travel and stuff like that. Right. That really sparked this age, the beginning of this age, right? This is the, like the, that was the that was the jumping off point for everything that has come up until this point, right? We're talking about uh, the birth of enlightenment, uh, different political ideologies, communism, liberalism, and I'm towards the end of the class, and basically it's come to the conclusion that <laughs> uh, some historians have come to believe that that when communism ended, history ended. <clears throat> Be- yeah. because it ushered in the victory of liberalism, right? Yeah. As being the dominant political, economical ideology on the planet. And the outliers who still resist are the last bastions of a different era. Right. Right. And they're just something that's going to have to be dealt with in time. Right. That's their whole philosophy. I just, I still think and it's, it's, and it's, and it's, and it's what you call globalism. It's the idea that we are finishing digging out the rest of uh, the world that, that, that didn't accept this way of life. Yeah. I think it's also an over a uh, uh, chess piece. You know, it's all 5D global chess, right? It's, a, it's the same thing that we've been dealing with for, for eras, ages whatever you want to call it. But right now, what we're trying to cover up is the fact that we're bracing on the, the impact, at least here in this country, that's why the media is talking about it so much, is the fact that we are coming up on more food shortages at the same exact time we're dealing with uh, what might be the beginning of hyperinflation. Well, that'll just allow them to usher in whatever new policies that they want to... That's the thing. Like, Yeah, exactly. But it's all by design. Exactly. None of this is random. None of this yeah. is... Like, you can blame a... I don't know. What do you do? <laughs> like these are these are all hornets that are th- they're flying around in my my head and stinging my my, my well, skull. But see, you think about it like this: um, what does what does a boy do? What is a boy to do? Your idea, your ideals, right? I'm gonna go back to like uh, like V for Vendetta, right? Yeah. As long as your ideas live in your head, <laughs> they exist. They can't kill them. 
Till you start paying like $3,500 for four pounds of beef a year, then you got to start shooting motherfuckers. Am I right? Well, but your idea still exists, right? It's a thought. It's an idea. And if you can pass that idea to somebody else, then it continues to exist. Positive thought virus. Yes. That's, I think that's more or less the end game. Like, instead of the song long, is to pass it on to the next generation in the hopes that when the time comes, when they can find an opportunity. Because I think at this point, Sans you going fucking sick house and but that's the thing doing doing something fucking drastic uh it's not going to change anything maybe that's the thing that we should talk about though is like the fact that uh there's two schools of thought <clears throat> you know we could continue to pass the ideas on they've literally just released patents on the efficacy and ethical law behind thought manipulation when people start wearing these uh these brain chips mm-hmm did you see any of that? No. So when you start getting these Elon Musk chips in your head or any other brand, there's companies out there, like they already put things into our TV that are, I mean, they call it programming for a reason. For a reason. Mm-hmm. Television. Television. Yeah. Right? They're already manipulating you with marketing. But when you have a fucking chip in your head, they were already talking about court cases for this shit. Like how much manipulation is too much? Yeah. We're already there. People aren't even doing it yet. In large scale. And they, they, mm-hmm. these are the arguments being had. I honestly think we're moving into the area of the fucking Borg shit. Like, <laughs> like they're just going to move us into... Like transhumanism. Absolutely. Transcending the, the human How much form. of their consciousness do they really own? Is well, the question. If you go back to the, the Enlightenment period, they don't own any of you. Like, not, <clears throat> not in your mind. They can't own your no, mind. No, I'm saying from their perspective, they're, they're arguing how much of our thoughts do we really own? How much is too much to inject into their brains? You know what I mean? Yeah. We're there right now. So it's like at what point in history, if you had to look down at your grandchildren when you're living in a North Korean style fucking potato farm, <laughs> you know, in southwestern of uh, Ohio in FEMA District 5, uh, at what point do you look back in history and you're like, man, I wish I'd have started shooting motherfuckers, allegedly. But in the grand scheme of things, what would that have done? I mean, maybe maybe it's a, maybe nothing, but maybe everything. Maybe it would be the thing that somebody saw and they were like, "Man, you, you know, he's right. Fuck it." Well, I think, I think the higher self would be able to know when to take that opportunity opportunity appropriately. You know what I mean? Which goes back to the great work. You I know? guess I'm just you don't you, you don't, go back and forth in these times of the stories that are out there, and it's just overwhelming. The people come to us for some type of a some type of a. If you remember from the gunslinger where they put the steel needle in the water and then use the magnet to find the, the path of the beam, mm-hmm. we're rolling at that point. And right now, I don't know what the fuck I am anymore. Yeah. And I don't know if you know where you are. I mean, looking down the, the path of history, like, where are we going to be in 20 years? You know? Like, we all have goals and plans career-wise, or we all want to make more money. We all want to have more security where we're gonna be probably getting charged with copyright infringement because a thought that i had was a thought that would already been trademarked by somebody else bill gates i had my thought i had all the thoughts (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad to see too that a lot of stories are coming out about him uh like we talked about last week Mm -hmm. where he spent uh dozens of times with mr epstein talking about bill gates's toxic relationship and how to rebrand Jeffrey Epstein's image after being a convicted pedophile. Why don't we... Uh, I need her to just spill the beans. Yeah. 
Like she already knows if she even thinks that she'll die. Yeah. Like she'll be dead. She'll he'll kill her. Have her killed. He's too weak to kill her, but he'd have someone who was strong kill her. I feel like I, I heard something about that last week. Called the dis you ever heard of the despair code? Mm-mm. Okay. I guess it's like Something we were just talking. It's funny you talk about like thought and how much thought they can legally own and things like that. <clears throat> Control own. Yeah. Well, apparently, like the running theory is, is that anyone they've already programmed you, right? Yeah. So all they have to do is call your phone, and it just it just emits a tonal frequency that instantly makes you want to kill yourself. Just get rid of you. And they did that. They've done that to people. Well, here's me not doubting that's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it, it would in the grace of things. You think of all these people that committed suicide. You would suddenly have to be taken aback and be like, "Yeah, woo, wait a minute." Like, what if they just got that tone? What if they got hit with that tone? Yeah, they probably go for about six weeks. Just hit me with a brown note, though. From <laughs> just South make you Park. shit your pants. Just make me shit myself every time I answer my phone. I'm like, oh fuck! Honestly, if 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 anything would lead me to commit suicide, it would probably be if they just incessantly hit me with the brown sound. You know, <laughs> couldn't stop shitting yourself. Yeah, I, I think I would just have to tap out, man. They're hitting me right now at the five G signal for the yellow sound, so I'll be uh, right back. Copy. So I saw an article earlier talking about a new COVID bill or some something that fake president we have passing the law. It's our supreme leader. There's apparently two different categories of relief that are going to be starting in July that are monthly. Shout out UBI, Universal Basic Income. Mm -hmm. Google it. But uh, <clears throat> they didn't really, they didn't put anything in there based on uh, the income requirements for these things. But uh, one income level was something along the lines of like every family would get a certain amount of money, thousand. Or a couple hundred, I forget. A few hundred to a thousand for the adults. And then 300 to, I want to say 600 per child. And then it went up to thousands for the next income bracket. You know, down. Mm -hmm. So they're just moving full full steam ahead with this UBI. Mm -hmm. It's the next phase in this getting rid of workers. Where they had, they had, where they had something come out, was it last week, about the uh, unemployment numbers? Yeah. Uh, willfully unemployed. Apparently there's like 8.7 million jobs available and nobody wants them. Because <laughs> they're making more money on this fucking UBI. They're not calling it UBI. Because it's probably not good politics. You know, I've heard I've heard naysaying. And I have to, I guess, I, here's what it is. Okay, so this is the way I look at it. Are people not going back to their old jobs because they're getting paid unemployment? Yeah, of course. But there are people who have you know interjected into that conversation, and I have to say, I mean, you have to account for variables, correct? Well, they probably haven't adjusted the income for inflation. They're probably giving shitty their shitty shitty benefits. Well, not only that, what if they found something else while they were out? Think about like all these people doing side hustles, DoorDash and yeah, Instacart and things well, like that's that. The, that's the UBI. That's the UBI argument. Yeah, is that we're going to give you. Whatever, whatever it is, poverty line. We talked about it a long time ago in our UBI episode. But whatever poverty is, sixteen grand, something like that. Sixteen, eighteen grand, somewhere Six, in there. Somewhere in that range a year. They're going to provide you with that much money a month to basically follow your passion, is what they called it. So, like, if you like painting, or you like producing a podcast, 
You know, you can do these things. You can do whatever it is you want. You can do anything with government. And we'll just give you the bare basics. In the meantime, fucking lumber shoots up. Yeah. Milk and eggs are on the rise. Bacon's on the rise. Apparently, fucking beef won't be available. Unless you have a... We'll have to convert the podcast studio into a fucking... Uh, An a, a well, veritable <clears throat> abattoir. How many cows can we fit in here? Two? Oh, listen. Probably three. Nah, listen, dog. We we get that rid of that couch right there. We could fit four in here easily. Oh shit! You know how much beef that is. That's a lot of beef. Yeah, but what about milk though? We're we gonna have to get rid of the garage. Like, what are we talking about? Nah, here? I could fit at least six milking cows in the garage. I already hear that boy out front in that ice cream truck. He's listening. He's like, they've got cows in there. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting ready for a fucking SWAT raid on beef on that Angus. And then they put like they got like. Jars of milk and beef, like sitting on a table to take pictures with and stuff. Yeah, you know they do that shit. They call uh, ghost doping. Do we ever talk about that? I don't think so. You've heard of it? No. Ghost doping is a fe- is a is a tactic that the feds use, or probably just cops in general. Where like, let's say that you are just a a hapless boy mm-hmm. living his life, and you're mm-hmm. going to like concerts and having a good time, and I'm a fed boy. Mm-hmm. And uh, you like to sell ecstasy from time to time, but you don't actually produce it, you know? Yeah. Let's just say acid. It's probably a better reference. Okay. So you know a couple plugs when it comes to acid, because mm-hmm. you like to do acid from time to time. Okay, Because yeah. you're a free human being. You like to imbibe in chemicals that make you feel a certain type of way. It's your yeah. free choice, because mm-hmm. a ride is anything you do that doesn't hurt anyone else, but whatever. So you meet me, mm-hmm. undercover fed boy, mm-hmm. at a fucking... Boy George concert or whatever it is we go to, yeah. you know, <laughs> and uh, you, you know, I, I come up to you and I'm like, hey, I need to buy some acid. You got any of that? You got any strip? No. And you're like, well, I can get some. And you go to your dude and, you know, you're I, I say, like, I want a thousand strips. Mm-hmm. So then dude hooks it up. You seem like the middleman. You get a little piece. You get some acid. Mm-hmm. He gets paid. I get my acid. Everybody's cool. And then I come back to you a couple of weeks later. You know, we kicked it off. We had a really good time. Yeah. I hit you again for, you know, another thousand strips acid. You hook yeah. it up again. It's whatever. They can keep this going as long as they want to. Yeah. But when the feds decide to knock you, they come at you and they give you all that weight. Mm-hmm. Well, he's been producing thousands of strips for the last four months. <laughs> so they hit you with 6,000 strips of acid and they caught you with 10. So you could have been charged with 10 strips of acid, but they charge you with 6,000 and probably 25 strips. Like I assume they press you for your supplier. Maybe. In lieu of Or maybe they just want time. a goat to sacrifice. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Look what we found. It's kind of like the on the local level when they find these pot dealers out here in Preble County or wherever. Say they catch them with four plants. Yeah. I'm so glad that I thought that was a job and it was actually just someone trying to figure out if I wanted to extend my car's extended warranty. She sounded so cheerful. I was like, that can't be good news. (laughs) I thought it sounded like an HR person. (coughs) Anyway, uh, so out here locally, they'll hit you with like, um, say they catch you with four plants in your house Mm -hmm. of of marijuana. Yeah. And then they, they weigh it in the pot with the soil. And then they water it. So it's like... That's we, fucking savage. We got him with 750 pounds of <laughs> Then the fast cop they got puts, fucking, puts a foot on the scale, too, you know? Yeah, and just a little... Mm. Oops. Mm. Sick these motherfuckers, man. I'm so glad that the entirety of this show has just been... Like, all the other ones. It's just uh, various ways... <coughs> various ways to shit on government. 
and Demisar. That's where we're at now. Yeah. We need to find a way that we can we can regroup and at least part of the show we can help people. That's what we need to do. We need to offer a service. Help them get out of the fucking Be like a proverbial A team of anti government Yeah. Dudes. Like what could we do? Which I mean they that's what A team was, you know. Yeah. When you couldn't call the cops and you couldn't get a hold of anybody <laughs> in the government or anything to help you. Exactly. You called the A team. <laughs> That we're in, we couldn't be the A team. Maybe we need to bring copyrighted. them back. It's copyrighted. It's copyrighted. We can't fuck with that. We're going to be like called the B team. B and D. B the and T team. B and T team. B and team. B team. B Bit team. Bit team. Bit team. You say it real fast. Yeah. I don't know. Give them the, the tubs bone, you know? <laughs> you know, I will tell you though, and I hate, you know, I, ne- I never like talking about fucking celebrities. They could mostly go to hell. But mm-hmm. it does get, it does me good. To see one get a taste of their own medicine, though. Who got one? Uh, one Chrissy Teigen. Oh, tell me more. Okay, so yeah, of course she's been like at the forefront of like you know this social justice warrior, you know, cancel culture kind of mentality, right? Like she's just one of the flag bearers, right? Mm-hmm. Right out in front, everybody loves her, right? Yeah. Well, then come to find out this week, and apparently. It was reported on her a while ago, but it, for some reason it only gained now gained traction because I guess they decided that she could be she was expendable now. They could cut her loose now for yeah. whatever reason. But She's back dead fish. years ago, like we're talking like 2012 or something like that, uh, there's this girl named Courtney Stoden, right? I don't know her. I I know I she know she name. married. She was like a teenager. She married this dude who was in the Green Mile. Like it was real weird. But I guess Chrissy Teigen was just on, like, dragging her all the time back then all over Twitter, right? Wow. And that's And that's whatever. Like, that's out in the open. People knew that. But apparently they what they didn't know was that she was also DMing this girl, who, mind you, at the time was like 16 years old, telling her to kill herself. Oh. And being just a straight-up piece-of-shit bully to her. Wow, good. And then it came out that she was doing it to other people, too. What's wrong with this bitch, man? So now, like, she had, like, merchandise lines at, like, fucking Macy's and Target. It's all dead. It's all dead. They cut cut her loose. Probably shouldn't tell kids to kill themselves, you stupid fucking probably a child molester whore. Go fuck yourself, for real, man. Like, Mm. you're going to act like you're this fucking bastion of fucking new age fucking. What a cunt. Yeah. And you were just, you were just a big a piece of shit. Now, first of all, I'm going to say this now. To my recollection, I mean, I'll be the first person to admit you know, I, I take suicide very seriously, but <laughs> if somebody's just being an out and right piece of shit to me, <clears throat> like I, I think I've done it on Instagram before, I'm going to hit him with KYS. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, you shouldn't be sorry. But, if someone's being an outright piece of shit to you. But I'm also not at the forefront let of. You them know, like, listen, I'm sorry you're having a bad life. There's really only one way to fix it. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You I've also, I'm I've also not been a champion of of sjw's and all their fucking uh cancel culture nonsense so i cowardly culture bullshit yeah i really can't i really can't say like actually you're right i shouldn't be sorry because no you shouldn't be sorry for anything i've never been at the i've never been the poster child for like supposedly being accepting and you know not being a dick speaking of cancel culture did you watch that tiktok i sent you earlier Mm, hold on i'm gonna play it right now if not I don't know if I actually watched it or not. I was reading that one thing you sent me, and that that sent me over a barrel. This is the movie Hollywood does. Hold on, wait. Put that up to the microphone. Hit that reset. We're gonna share this TikTok video. 
How do you reset this fucker? Just nah. uh, close it. Okay. Close it out and open it again. But put it up like where your mic comes out right above the mic. Okay. <clears throat> this this is the movie Hollywood doesn't want you to see. So right before Louis C.K. got canceled for sexual misconduct allegations, he actually wrote, directed, and acted in a film called I Love You, Daddy. The movie's about how Louis C.K.'s daughter starts to fall in love with the famous director who's accused of being a pedo. It's got a crazy cast. Chloe Grace Moretz, Rose Byrne, John Malkovich, Charlie Day. This never actually came out, and everyone involved is trying to distance themselves and hope people forget about it. I mean, everybody's a pervert. I'm a pervert. I'm a pervert. Who cares? Daddy, daddy, daddy. Smash that plus button for more movie news. This is the movie. Wait a minute. <laughs> I wonder why. I mean, I understand that the, I send you entirely too many things for you to watch, but I was like, I feel like he'd have said something if you watched that one. I didn't. Like I said, you sent me something else that we can't <laughs> talk about on the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. You sent that right before yeah. all that shit. So I got heavily invested in all that shit. Yeah. Nah, the, uh the TikTok video, though. It's all starting to come out, man. Like these, I, I'm gonna look this up. I'm gonna try to find it. I'm sure it exists somewhere. If I can find it on TikTok with clips, like clearly it exists. But that makes a lot of sense. Now I'm not trying to. I, I'm an asshole. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if any of you didn't know that, but <laughs> as am I. I'm also an asshole. We're both assholes. We're willing to admit that we're assholes. But I feel like you you'll disagree with me. Probably. I don't know that you will, but you might. Uh, if I'm Louis C.K. Mm-hmm. and I'm I'm making, let's just say I made that film, mm-hmm. but at the same time I've been getting it in on some proclivative shit. Yeah, and girls are just willing to do whatever the fuck I want yeah. because I'm Louis C.K. and I'm gonna get you. And it's not on some creep shit. Like maybe he's just on some. Like he was a voyeur version. Uh, according to Public View right now, he was a voyeur version of of, of uh, uh, Weinstein. He just like he just like jerking off in front of women. Or <laughs> yeah, something he like, like had that. him come up and they would watch him jerk off into a house plant or something. That was Weinstein. No, wasn't it? no, or no. Was that Louis C.K.? Weinstein was the one that was fucking him. Oh, okay. Louis or trying was, to fuck him. Yeah. yeah, Louis C.K. was the one that was uh, jerking off into fucking ficuses and stuff. Oh, okay. So like, again. You know, I don't, I'm not, you know, I don't even understand, nor do I even want to use the term victim blaming, but I'm not doing that. I'm also not on that SJW bullshit. I, I don't, I'm not even going to, I should never, I might edit, I might edit all that out. Yeah. But if you come to my fucking room at three in the morning, you know what these motherfuckers need to do as a side note? They need to release all the text messages between him and the victim, because although you probably said some gross shit, she was probably all about it. You know, the thing is, like, you said I disagree with you. I don't necessarily disagree with you. I will. I'm not going to disagree with you, right? Personally, I agree with you. Like, why were you going over to his hotel room at 3 o'clock in the morning? That seems a little sus. I want to see the text, too. Just That's saying. what I'm saying. You're but probably all about it. Here's what it is. You have to... You can't just immediately go to judgment. You have to say, there's other There's other avenues. There's other possibilities, right? Yeah. Like, say you and me are friends, right? As we are. All right. And I text you and I say, I need to talk to you right now. What and time it's like is it? two o'clock in the morning. Okay. Like I need you to come over here right fucking now. I'm gonna do it. Because you're a good friend. Yeah. And right? because I I don't expect there what to if, be any what weird if sexual lot, proclivity. What if with a lot of these women, that's how he established stuff as a good friend, and a good friend would go see someone at three o'clock in the morning. That's hardcore speculation, but I get it. it but you still have to speculate. You have oh, to yeah, you, yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. You, you argue within a reasonable doubt, right? right yeah, no okay. sure for sure. So All I'm saying is release the screenshots, homie. So there's that. Um other than that though, 
I really can't like, because like I said, I see it from the perspective of possibly being just a friend, a caring friend, right? Yeah. It's the reason like you would go over there, right? But like that would assume that they were close. Yeah. If I'm not close with somebody, right? If anybody, t- if any, I'm and they t- and like say I'm friends with Louis C.K. I'll be honest right? with you. If I text you at two in the morning, you're not going to answer because you're going to be asleep. Yeah. If I'm friends with, <laughs> you know like, I mean? say I'm friends with Louis C.K. Right. Or, like, just close acquaintances, right? And he texts me and says, I need you to come over right now. I'm going to be like, why? Why? What do you need? That's if you're awake. Yeah. That's if he caught you at the time where you go get your, or you send uh, Toby to go get your Diet Coke. With you, you know, with a couple other people, I would, it's like, it's like, I can't talk to you on the phone right now. I just need you over here. It would be no questions asked. That, that, That list is extremely short, though. What if I just said... But AR- I'm also an asshole. <laughs> what if I just said two AR-15s and then I sent you an address and it was within a 10-minute radius? I would probably show up. It's time to go. Well, I don't have two AR-15s. You do. But Currently. You got oh, mine. Okay. Yeah, you got no, it. no. I, we don't have AR-15s. No, no, no. I, I didn't mean that. He meant slingshots. Avocados. We've got slingshots. Sorry. That, it was auto... It was a... <laughs> it was a spell check. Yeah. It changed the words that came out of my mouth. But yeah, it... But that list is short, right? So <clears throat> yeah, it, like I said, it's speculative at best that it would be something about friendship and needing somebody. But that goes into the, the assumption, like it goes with a lot of things where you're speculative, right? Yeah, it's like the whole idea that like, you know, women, not women, but like when we talk about like say abor- when we talk about abortion, right? And yeah. we say, well, it's there for women who have been raped and and instances of incest and. And, and and possibly that the fetus is, is deformed or something, right? But the thing is, is that accounts for less than like 1% of abortion yeah. cases. Like, you know, roughly most of it's whatever. Most of it's because it's being used as a form of contraceptive. Uh, Which is gross. Yeah. And I think that goes back to this, right? Where speculatively speaking, it being about going over to someone's fucking apartment at 3 o'clock in the morning barely rarely has anything to do with friendship let's not talk about regular friendship let's talk about sexual friendship yeah you know? sexual friendship let me say that uh i would like to be in that point five percent of louis ck's friendship where he texts me at two in the morning and he's like i really need you to come over here i mean i need your help yeah and then i go over there and he's like look at this and you, you like want to think that and that's, he and that's, jerks off into a fern and, and, and then i get paid and that's the thing like assuming your friend like you're close friends with somebody like genuinely friends with somebody and you know, I assume I assume that Louis C.K. is a semi-competent adult. Yeah. Why would you ruin a friendship by doing that? It's not a friendship. That's what I'm saying. It's a fucking. It's a. It's a. Ah, it's a thought, bro. But you get what Here's I'm saying, though, right? Like, yeah, no, I get it. Here's what I would say: that we're we've been friends for a long time, and we will continue to be. You friends. wouldn't ruin the friendship by saying, "I need you to come over here right now," and then I show up and you're jerking off into a fucking bro. If into I want a fucking one of those. Uh, <laughs> Well, those what's the Venus flytrap? Because we both died. Oh my god! <laughs> and you yeah. watch the flytrap go. Yeah. <laughs> it slowly accepts my seed. Yeah, it, well, you know? it, it probably could absorb it because it's protein. You're goddamn right, it could. <laughs> <laughs> if I was going to call you, listen, this is the rule of friendship. We've been friends for a long time. We're going to be friends for for the rest of our lives. Uh, if I'm if I need you to watch me jerk off on a fucking Venus flytrap, I'll just send you a video. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you'd be like, "What the fuck?" Like, I, I like I don't think you would do anything 
under the presumption that it would like could destroy our friendship, right? If like, I call you, like that. it's because I'm I'm in need of help. Exactly. I'm being I'm being <laughs> and jerking off into a Venus flytrap is not help. No. Watching me, watching you jerk off into a Venus flytrap. How mad would you be though? You. Honestly, if I sent you a video of me jerking off into a Venus flytrap. Like, is that friendship changing? Or is no, that just no, like, don't ever send me that again. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm going to be like, don't send that. That's funny as hell. I laugh, <laughs> you know, but don't ever send that to me again. you know I'm going to send it to you after I edit it, and there's sounds in there like, oh, daddy, daddy, daddy. <laughs> Something, you know. Oh, Bonson. Bonson, give me your seed. It's got like little, it's got like, you like edited to have like little rosy cheeks and like little, it's got like an ahigu face. I got that. What's the one thing that they did? I got a bloody nose. Yeah. Like from the anime. Oh, Venus plant son. Oh, fuck yeah, daddy, fuck yeah. Where did that go? <laughs> I was wondering that too. You know what's funny is I was just talking to uh uh Hetty Lynn on our on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. She just bought a Venus flytrap, that's why I thought of it. <laughs> you know you can literally put your finger in those things and they're literally like They'll try to eat it? Yeah. Huh. I stuck my pinky in there the other day. Yeah. And it was like <laughs> and it like closed up on it and it stayed closed for a while and then i was like well maybe that was a fluke i tried it on another one it was like <sighs> well you know it's okay so not to get on science here science so inside like the flaps right of the mouth the maw of the venus flytrap mm-hmm. there are these tiny little hairs that really i don't think they could be seen with the naked eye they're very little okay. right yeah. when those hairs are touched it triggers that Ah, closing effect. The jaw effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so, cool. like, the sides, the inside flaps secrete, like, this, like, sweet-smelling I figured it was sticky something. sap. I heard they'll fuck up a bee. They'll fuck up a, a fly. Yeah, that attracts that attracts bugs. And when once they fly in and start eating that sticky sap, that's when they just... That's cool. And then some emit, like, they catch flies because they, um, they'll emit a smell that's, like, rotten flesh or something like that. And it'll attract the flies to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to buy one. She bought one off Amazon, so. And it comes in like a little. Uh, like a little enclosure. It was a little like uh, open-sided case. Hmm. And it wasn't in soil. It was in some type of moss. Is there anything else you want to talk about? No, I mean, we were just talking about, you know, the whole. Did. Uh, acceptability of us sending each other Venus flytrap jerking videos. Yeah. Which, I mean. The thing is, I mean, I guess time will tell whether or not, like, Louis C.K. will ever be able to recover any kind of career. I mean, that's typical, though. I'm not to say that... I mean, think about Woody Allen. Motherfucker kept making movies. Well, he still does, right? Yeah. But that's because he never said anything crazy. So, if you look at that example of him calling out the industry and then they shit on him, you know? That dude literally married his fucking adopted child. Yeah. Woody Allen adopted a child and then is now fucking it. So you're pro- pro- proposing that they shit on Louis C.K. because he was about to come out with that movie. Exactly. Shitting on movie directors. That's my thing. Perverts. That's why they said in that TikTok video that, he, that they all try to distance themselves from it. Like, if you're in the industry, and, and that makes too much sense, if you're in the industry and they bleed you in, they're going to bleed you out. Yeah. Makes sense. 
Not to say that him jerking off. I mean, whatever. I wonder whatever. what I wonder what Chrissy Teigen did. They cut because they're cutting her loose. I don't know, man. Makes one wonder. That's why I said that because you never know. If any of these motherfuckers had a goddamn brain cell, they would come out. Like I said, Louis C.K., my PR team. If I was a if I was a public relations team, I would tell them, "Let me see the text." Yeah. Because at that point, it doesn't matter what the fuck you said. Yeah. I yeah. want to know what she said. Yeah. I want to know where her head's at before she yeah. comes in and watches you jerk off on a fern. You know? Christy Teigen, what's up? Let me see them DMs. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. You fucking weirdo. Uh, telling kids to kill themselves. Do we have any Ian Fogg reports from the Bro, field? We got a lot of Ian Fogg. Well, let's go ahead and get our reporter in the field going. I mean, it's a... Here's the thing. And this uh, Ian Fogg, I, I, I'm going to say this directly to him. I was thinking about this day on my way over here. Um, I basically went back, as we talked about last time, mm-hmm. you and I, and we talked about how I don't respond to the uh, the messages. It's hard for me to figure out that the healthy balance between playing all of them mm-hmm. and like communicating back. So I spent the last couple of days responding back. We basically just spent the entire afternoon going back and forth with one another. Mm-hmm. And it was a fantastic conversation. However, I don't want to play all that on the podcast. Yeah. You know, maybe, I mean, if he thinks, and this is an idea, uh, if, you know, sir, if you would think that it's a good idea that I play these as an extra episode or or something like that, I'll do that. But I don't want to add an extra, like, 40 minutes onto the podcast. Yeah. You know, so there are a few that I didn't listen to that I'll play right now. I got I got a couple few. But most of them I will just keep between you and I because we uh, we had that conversation. But here we are. I hear a lot about the frazzled drip video. I haven't seen anything of it. Things I've heard is that while it is disturbing and just horrible, like it's it's real grainy. It's hard to see. Like that's what I that's what I've heard. I would love to see some still images of it. Don't drop those everywhere. I'm gonna do this right though. Hit a VPN and use a electronic device I don't really care about. You can turn off and leave alone. Not really tied to me. I just, you know, throw information out there. Like they throw us in the garbage. I like the um, Aldo Rain scenario. Hmm. I suggest uh, practicing uh, calligraphy or practicing on uh, on leather because to get the whole word <laughs> pedophile um, cut into some. I told him that uh, we should do the outer rain example on pedophiles. Yeah. So they're just allowing them to walk around and be rich and enjoy their lives and be who they say they are. We just find them and be like, hey, you know, after we beat the fuck out of them, we're like, yeah. I bet you think as soon as I leave here, you're just going to take that fucking suit off, aren't you? <laughs> I'm going to give you something you can't take off. Cut into somebody's. Scalp while they may or may not be um, screaming is going to be a, a challenge to say the least. 
not saying you can't do it. I'm just saying uh, the, the practice is going to help make the whole thing go faster. I'm sure you thought about this already. Absolutely. Practice um, makes perfect, my dude. And I know they say a uh, dull knife uh, hurts more, but to get the clean cut, like you're going to have to sharpen the hell It's going to have to be sharp. Mm-hmm. Make that just a razor. It's not going to stop it from hurting. Right. Well, the pain will still be there, but I also mm-hmm. consider it a soldering iron. Oof. What do you guys think about that? That's the best of both worlds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's dull and it makes a good cut. Yeah. You know? Razor. Just a razor edge. Allegedly. Razor edge. There's a couple of them that you get a hold of, though, that you're going to have to use a rusty razor. You're just going to have to. There's a few of them out there. They know who they are, too. Couldn't agree. I'll also say this real quick, not to just drag this on, but, uh, you know, five houses from the place that I uh, cohabitate? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a vicious pedophile oh. that moved his way all the way across the United States to live there because he thought it would get away. <clears throat> he'd get away from it. Okay. And just um, hypothetically, of course, yeah. if anything bad was to happen that would tie up all law enforcement or shut down the system in general, mm-hmm. I fear for his safety. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. hope, I hope he keeps his doors locked. I hope yeah. that he just stays safe. You know what I mean? Yeah. There we are. Be safe, my friend. <laughs> Stay safe, gents. <laughs> they know who they know. They know who they are. And they do they need that exact same treatment but with a rusty razor. With no technical. <laughs> Change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. I'm not gonna play games with you. I'm just time to end it. Either kill you or cause significant brain damage. I think it'd be terrifying to be trapped inside one's own body. Ah, guarantee. Release me from my prison. I did not know that. I haven't listened to either one, except for the commercials that used to be played. The She-Beast was going into her second season, and Sir Jizzlelot was just <laughs> into his first season. I don't remember what hers is called, 
but the sheepies called hers. But the so Jizzlebot called his. Now, why am I telling you this? I have thought about listening to his because I bet you he starts saying things that he shouldn't be saying out loud. I bet you Hillary has too. I mean, we we know she does that on on a reg. Involving her and Sir Gizelot. Um they called it the um, the Clinton body count, and I've I've listened to every one of their their episodes, much like yours. And for them, that was their best episode. That one I really liked, and then the um the one that really melted my brain because they brought some details that I didn't know about and I had to go look at I had to turn around and go, you know, walk it back and look and be like, wow, is that true? Was when they covered the the Las Vegas shooting. That was a good one. And all the stupidity that went on through there. Regardless of what it was. It was fucked up and they killed people afterwards to keep it quiet. I did hear one thread on it that I believed wholeheartedly. It was a FBI and ATFE uh, sting operation that um, failed horribly because they were waiting for the guy, the gun runner to make the sale to the Arab <laughs> individuals that wanted to carry out the the attack. And what they didn't count on was the Arabs killing the gun runner and then uh, you know, the attack went on as, as, as they had planned and they moved in quick to, to shut it down and then keep it quiet because they could have stopped it and they didn't because there was a lot of agents in the field that day in Vegas whether it's true or not I don't know but I liked it I'm like that makes sense you guys would do something that stupid and then try to cover it up by killing people it's like their standard go-to procedure. Oh shit, we've been caught doing something horrible and shady. Um, shoot them. You mean shoot them? No, <coughs> shoot, just shoot them. Just fucking shoot them. Blow up their car. Have them commit suicide by hanging on a doorknob. Have them commit suicide by shooting themselves in the head. I don't care. Shoot them. Uh. <laughs> <sighs> 
Oh, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. Good evening, Bones and Tubbs tribe. Gracious hosts. As I've been thinking over the last few days and years, thinking about the endless avalanche of bullshit, corruption, greed. <coughs> favoritism toward the worst towards the worst criminals the world has seen <coughs> and what do we do with this we know exactly how they will deal with us they will send their dogs to kick in doors and shoot us where we sit stand wherever we are they will make up new laws to put more people behind bars because they fear the waking giants they know what can be done once we pool our resources and work together so they keep us distracted any means necessary name that social media name that problem that the Project Mockingbird yahoos used to distract us, to segregate us. To make it seem like we are all alone. Brothers and sisters of the tribe, we are not alone. If you're listening to our gracious hosts, and the random messages they play that I send. And we definitely are not alone. Our tribe is great in number. And so, let's test their algorithms. Let's test their ability to censor that web. Collectively, over the next few weeks, I propose that we do this, tribe members. Find the information on the pedo puppet, Camel Toe Harris. Things that are public record. The laws they've helped it pass, enact. The amount of people they've helped put behind bars. Tax records, if you can. All of it. And when you find this information, don't put any spin on it. Just simply report the facts. And then blanket every social media. Name one. Don't miss one. It's a lovely idea. Send it to us and we'll share it's only gonna, it. It would only work if we all did it together. I have another project in works that shall be far more entertaining. The power is ours, tribe members. The power is ours. 
I believe it has been too long since they've been forced to look and remember at who and what they are. From the pedo puppet himself down to Hillary Clinton, who now has her own podcast. Don't go listen. Don't feed them. Don't feed that monster. Just leave that thing alone. Her and her estranged come dumpster of a husband. Hang on. Sorry, we had an issue. I don't know what the fuck happened with the last of uh, the last sound, but here's the uh, last message we have here. Wow, Felix, yes. That is exactly how the rest of that song would go. Well said. Now, I got... Anybody else out there with the same thought, or, or, does, this, or does this bother you when you drive by and see it? So, there are protests, then it's, it's, it's literally like eight people standing there. And they want to take down what they call the Tillman statue. And it's an old monument... That is very confederate, sure. <laughs> but it's history. One of one of those one of those Yahoo cooks. One of those people that identify as he or it or whatever. whatever that sexist, ableist piece of shit. That says, "Learn history, fight racism." Like, okay, but taking the statue isn't going to do that. That's going to erase part. Of history, those things stand there to remind us they happened. where we've been as a race, where we're going as a country. If you take those things down, they're just going to wash it out of the history books like they do everything else. Next thing you know, we're all going to dress in bed sheets. Just like nobody really pays attention to the fact, or or, or notices, or or acknowledges that the United States Army committed mass genocide against the indigenous people that were here. Preach. Because they've taken those things out of the history books. So now, now it's all it's become is his story. Take the statues down. They're going to take his story is going to become it never happened. And we're walking backwards already. We're already resegregating. Are we going to reinstigate slavery beyond the financial slavery system we find ourselves in? I don't know. It's a terrifying thought, to say the least. It's about where we're at, though. I mean, a lot of things we've talked about, too, with history before is it's all his story. How many times has humanity been reset? I fully believe that the Egyptians walked up <clears throat> walked up on the pyramids. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were already there. Uh, we had an email that I wanted to read. Oh, yeah, I meant to mention that. We had a couple. We had yeah. back and forth. Uh, I saw that one. I'm going to read this one from... Sorry. I'll read the other one, too, because I told him I would. Titled, State of the Southern Union. And Nick Pukwudgie reporting. (laughs) Nick Pudwudgie. Sorry if that's your real name. I didn't mean to laugh at you. Uh, Just made me get the goot. Reporting from rural western North Carolina. Hey, can you take out... I don't think he wanted his name said. So who's it from? Nick Nick Pukwudgie. (laughs) Cool. Uh, reporting from rural western North Carolina, over half of our local gas stations are out of gas, causing a run on the stations that do have gas, causing a shortage supply. Hail Biden. Thanks for all you do. <laughs> Fight the good fight and pray for my recent boating incident. All arms lost at sea. Thanks. Oh, uh, God. I'm thanks, so sorry uh, to hear that. I, I'm going to guess it's North Carolina Puckwudgie. That's easier to say than Nick Puckwudgie. 
I like Pugwudgie. Well, it's it's Nick Pugwudgie. NC Pug Pugwudgie. <laughs> Nick Pug. I don't care what it is. I love it. Yeah, we yeah. love it. Thank you. All right, this one is from Dustin Falk. Hello, gentlemen. Great info on crypto and some things I took away from the show that may be a little bit more expressed <laughs> is the network fees based on the actual asset. <sighs> He's talking about our recent uh, crypto episode. Coinbase fees are actually extremely cheaper than almost any other platform, especially with Kraken, because the advantage we have as crypto exchanges is some will allow Monero to be transferred to fiat, transferred to fiat currency. I've only found two on the iOS platform, and that is Kraken and Garda. I exchanged a couple hundred dollars of Monero to Bitcoin, then had to exchange the Bitcoin from Kraken to a platform that would allow it to be transferable to a spendable debit card. <sighs> By the time it was transferred three times, it cost me nearly fifty dollars in fees. Whereas Garda, whereas with Garda, I was able to create a public wallet address for XMR Bitcoin. And once exchanged from Garda to XMR to Garda to Bitcoin, I'm able to transfer Garda to Bitcoin to my Coinbase, Bitcoin and or Cash App Bitcoin. Paid $18 in total fees. But fees are based on the API key in which cryptocurrency you're exchanging. And since there are only 21 million Bitcoin in circulation, the less Bitcoin, the more network fees. The reason Doge took a dive, I think, is that you have a finite amount of persons who own Dogecoin, just hedged the loss, and that was probably meant to be for Elon to mention the crypto on such a huge public platform as SNL. Same thing happened to 0708 housing bonds. Great movie and truth events, The Big Short, explains how someone who either sell, who either smarts on hedging based in forecasting or insider knowledge, i.e., House of Reps, which is illegal, but Martha Stewart did six months in federal prison. <clears throat> That's my non-financial advice. I do believe it was meant to sell off, but now is the time to be investing in crypto because of May 15th tax deadline, and usually the persons who owe wait till the last minute. This could be why crypto exchanges are down, because people are cashing out to pay taxes. It's extremely cynical. Cyclical, rather. It's extremely cyclical. So it'll start rising through the summer. If we're in a stable situation in July around the 4th, it'll dip due to cashing out for vacations, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Christmas. Um, these are the times to buy. And if you use one of the two apps I've found, if we're stable in July around the 4th, it'll dip due to cashing out to vacations, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and Christmas. These are the times to buy. And if you use one of the two apps I've found, that you will go into transactions and audit your capital gains and loss transactions. So you want to keep that well below its ra the IRS radar. So sometimes it's good to have a platform where it allows for transfers between cryptos to metals to stocks to minerals, etc. Or when crypto mark or when the crypto market is down, cash out so you have a net loss. <clears throat> and one last item, I keep hearing about future issues with health and vaccines. And one last item. I keep hearing about the future issues with health and va health and the vaccines, and you and you know. If I knew what I knew now, I would have passed on the gen the J and J snub two months ago. But my question I've been trying to ask, and maybe you guys can help us that have been snubbed. What advice is there that may help us, maybe limit the symptoms that seem to be coming down the pipeline? As always, love you too. Head on the swivel. Look out for one another. Say hi to Brohio.
Hi, Brohio. Hi. We love you. If you talk with them, and please spread some comforting news to those that have been snubbed, if you have any info. Talk soon, Dustin. And I told him, I don't know if you saw my response or not. Yeah. <clears throat> Basically, uh, we don't know what's in this thing. Yeah. That's what, that's what it all comes down to. But if you go back to the old the old snub uh, news that I've been we've been talking about for a long time, basically look into um, heavy metal detox, uh-huh. ketation. There have been doctors that have lost their licenses because they went public on, what was it, Ellen or one of those shows, one of those daytime talk shows, Yeah, where he talked about having these kids that uh, had a autism. And they basically, again, this isn't, medical advice obviously but the doctor in question who lost his license for practicing this and fixing these children he cured them of their autism by giving them a heavy metal detox because the kids were not able to purge their bodies through normal means i.e urine feces hair Uh sweat with the the mercury so the heavy metal detox got rid of it and it reversed their autism symptoms so that was my advice to him in a non-medical sense. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for the emails. Yes. Thank you, uh, Ian Fogg, for uh, giving us those reports from the field. Mm. Uh, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Uh, you need to guys, you guys need to check out JMY5. JMY5 Internet Studios on Instagram. Uh, he does the artwork for the show. He's a savage. Yes. We also just did a recent uh, Instagram Live video. We're going to do one either today or tomorrow as well. Hit us up on Instagram, Instagram.com forward slash Bones and Tubs. Be hip to those lives. Check the story. And also, like to thank Blood the Brave. Blood of the Brave at Bandcamp, Bloodthebrave.com. Blood the Brave just has a new song come out. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that. Straight Fire. We shared uh-huh. it on our Facebook yeah. page. Facebook page.com. Facebook.com forward slash Bones and Tubs. Uh, go take out, check out uh, Chainbreakers Ministry. Chainbreakers Ministry. Uh, it's uh, YouTube.com forward slash Chainbreakers Ministry. Check them out on there. Check them out on Instagram. Yes. Uh you know, there's ways to get a hold of us, like we just showed with our emails. Bonesandtubs at gmail.com. Bonesandtubs on Instagram. Bonesandtubs on Facebook and Twitter at Bonesandtubs. If you have any ideas of what you want to hear on the show, you get us hit us up on Instagram. I would prefer you hit us up on Instagram. Okay. Instagram.com forward slash Bonesandtubs. That way I'm not looking on multiple platforms. Uh, there's also a book you can buy. It's times like these that you need to support your boys. Some of us might just be ready to quit our job. Yeah. You know, walk away. Yeah. Waiting on another job to come through. Uh-huh. You know? Or another boy that, you know, still comfortable, has to be for a little while. Yeah. He wrote a book titled The King's Fire, Prophecy and Flame by S. James Emhoff. It's over on Amazon. Go you check can, it out. You can buy a physical copy, get a digital copy. You send us a physical copy, we will uh, touch it on our junk. Yeah. He'll sign can. it. Yeah. And then a digital copy, whatever. You can just yeah. have it. Uh, you could also, if you want to secure us... Secure the bag for us. Yeah, if you wanted to help any of us that may or may not be quitting our jobs or, you know, ready to take this on full time. Yeah. Who just decided to say, fuck their job and fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could say, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna give some of this money over to, you know, Bones and Tubs over on uh, Patreon.com forward slash Bones and Tubs. Or maybe like Venmo Bones Tubs or uh, Dollar Sign Bones and Tubs on Cash App or yeah. PayPal Bones and Tubs. Or, yeah. Maybe just ask me for my address and come over here and just give me the bag. <coughs> give me a briefcase and an offer I can't refuse. Yeah. You know? Well, 
Other than that, we'd like to thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed the show. We hope you guys between uh, this week we stay. Fuck. Stay out and get out of the strip. We hope. <laughs> we hope you guys stay safe. Uh, in between now and again, we hope you guys tune in next time. We love you. We really do. The thing about the bad thing about being honest, the straightforward, and doing that is, people know where you stand, and they take try to take advantage of you. They take advantage of your good nature. They take advantage of the fact that they know that you're a good guy, you are a straight shooter, and that you're not going to retaliate on them when they fuck you. Well, folks, most of the time I believe that's probably true. But God built me to be here to prove to you that what you have been doing for God knows how many years is wrong. You picked on the wrong man. I'm not tough. You hear that? I'm not that strong. They rolled up in all black yeah. Windows have crashed yeah. Scoping out the scene Before they attack Had they on bad guys In most people's eyes Most trust them with their life Cause they got a badge and tie Gifted a position given to them by a system I set it all up To put the kids in the prison This is non-fiction Non-violence It's just lesson They got a mission To imprison your mind and soul This ain't nothing new But we survive what we're sold And don't believe in ourselves But believe what we're told And we're all molded by a machine That gets in your dreams Self-esteem, and I've been scolding and told who I should be, but I'll never conform. I was born to be free. It's a setup, and never let up. From the cradle to the grave, they got you in the cage. It's a setup, so keep your head up. Cause it's selling all that doubt with every word at the mouth. It's a setup, and never let up. From the cradle to the grave, they got you in the cage. It's a setup, so keep your head up. Cause it's selling all that doubt with every word at the mouth. Giving numbers of birth. Yeah, that's a fact, deny it if you want But I'll do the math, I face facts and understand How to overstand the plan with my mind intact And I got more than a plan, I got hope and belief Dreams and faith and know damn well That's what they want to take, it's a weapon Fear is aggression and they plan it in our minds To the point we can't find a way out, a way in And any way you go, you'll see a many men over there and everywhere They're armed and prepared to do whatever it takes they don't play fair, that's a jump out boys With the plastic toys draped in all black Ready to bring the noise A setup, and never let up From the cradle to the grave They got you in the cage It's a setup, so keep your head up Cause it's selling all that doubt With every word at the mouth It's a setup, and never let up From the cradle to the grave They got you in the cage It's a setup, so keep your head up Cause it's selling all that doubt With every word at the mouth